0: Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following she'er. Today's Amur is Daf chaf, Aleph amud, Beis, And we left off four lines from the bottom on chaf, Aleph amud, Aleph. The Mishnah had said that during the time that it's mutter to eat chametz, it's also mutter to have hanoah from chametz. The Mishnah said you can feed it to your behema, chaya, ve'ayf, as we learned yesterday. And then the Mishnah says, and you could sell it to a guy. And that's that seems to be obvious, it's Pashat. Of course you could sell it to a guy, if you could have enough from it. So you could sell it to a guy. Zakti Gemara, umaychroi l'nachri pshita. And you could sell it to a guy, that's Pashat la Afuke hai Tana. No, it's not so Pashat. It's to the exclusion of the following Tana. The Tanya that we learned in abrisa Beis Shamay Oimrim Shamay says, and this is a very surprising Shita of Beis Shammai. Beis Shamay says lo Yimkar a person is not allowed to sell his Chomets to a guy. imken Kenyo aboy. Unless he knows about this guy, kaidem Pesach that it will that it will that he will use up the chametz before Pesach. If he knows that the chametz will be used up before Pesach, then he could sell to a guy. But if the guy will have his chametz on Pesach, it is usher to sell the chametz to a guy. This is unbelievable. That means that Beis did not sell chametz to a guy. But you know, didn't go to the Rav to sell chametz to a guy before Pesach. Beis Shammai holds that if the guy is holding your chametz on Pesach, it's his chametz now. He bought it; it's still Osir. So That would be the, That's the chiddush of our Mishnah. Maychroi lenachri that you are allowed to sell it to a guy. Ubeis Hillel imrim. says, "Call Mutter any time that it's mutter to eat chametz, it's mutter to sell chametz, and because base hillel holds like we hold that uh, that it's mut- that you're allowed to sell your chametz to a guy. Now, what the pshat in base shammai is? Why can't you sell chametz to a guy? So some learn. That it's a din and be'er chametz. That when the Taira says to get rid of chametz, it means to actually destroy the chametz, according to Beis Shammai. And giving it to a guy is not destroying it. Some say that it's a gzeira that we're afraid that if the guy has your chametz, even if you sold it to him, but people will recognize your chametz by the guy, they'll think that you sold it to the guy on Pesach. And it's a gzera to make sure that people don't make a mistake and think you could sell chametz to a guy on Pesach. So that's the pshat in Beis Shammai. Turning the Amet to Chafalaf Amet Beis, Rabbi Huda ben Beseira Oimer, Rabbi Huda ben Beseira says, Kusach, v'chol minei kusach, Kusach and all forms of kusach. What's kusach? Kusach is a dip that was made with uh, with with bread in it, it was, it was bread crumbs of bread were 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 sprinkled into the kusach. It's one of the ingredients, so it's chametz, gum, or it's chametz. And Rabbi Huda ben Beseira says that kusach is limkar lepesach. For thirty days before Pesach, you can't sell kusach to a guy because because kusach is a dip. So, you don't just eat it and finish. It's something that hangs around. It's in the fridge for a couple of weeks until you use it up. So, therefore, for 30 days before Pesach, you don't sell kusach to a guy because Rabbi Yehuda ben Bisseira is going according to the Mahalach of Beishamai who says that a guy cannot have the chametz that was sold to him by a yid on Pesach. Okay, let's go on to the next part. Umuter behano. The Mishnah had said that you can give it to an animal, that you could sell it to a guy, and you could have Hana. Okay, that's really extra. Obviously, if I can give it to an animal and sell it to a guy, that's called having Hana. Umutr ba Hana, pshita. Of course, it's pashit. Zakti Gemara, an unbelievable zmanei. We're talking about that you burned it, before the Zman Iser. And the Torah is telling you, the Mishnah is telling you a Chiddush, that somebody who burns his chametz before Pesach, that glob of burned chametz is mutter to have hanofram on Pesach. So that means that if you go over to your fire that you burned your chametz in on Pesach, and you pick up a coal, uh, you know, that, of something that was once a bagel, and now it's a black coal, you are allowed to have Hano from that on Pesach. The Komash Malon, and this teaches you Kider this teaches you like the din of Rava, the Omar Rava, that Rava said, khar Choy Koidim if you burn the chametz before the Zman, Mutar Bahano Afilu Laachar, Zmanoy, it is permitted to have Hano even after the Zman, Iser, Teisvis points out that this chametz, at this point, now that it's burned, is not even la achilas kelev. Even a dog wouldn't be able to eat it. So it loses its shame chametz. It's not called chametz anymore because it's not food anymore. It's not an edible thing. So therefore, if you have some benefit that you can have from it on Pesach, it's mutter to have hano. The Mishnah goes on to say that if the Zman passes, if it's the Zman Iser Chametz, then you're not allowed to have Hanoh. Of course, if it's past the Zman, that's one of the Dinim of Chametz, which we'll learn later on on this Amud. One of the Dinim of Chametz is that you're not allowed to have Hanoh. The, the, The Gemara says, no, we're talking about, we're talking about Shaois D'Rabbonon. We're talking about the time that's only usher Midirabanon. I want to point out, I read the Gemara Kipshutai that it says Pshita, it's Pashat. Rashi says to take out the word Pshita. Rashi says that it's not so Pashat. Because there is a shita that says that you are allowed to have hana from chametz on Pesach, so it's not really The Rashi learns that the Gemara is just explaining that we're talking even about shayos derabanan. When we say you're not allowed to have hana, we mean not only in the time that's aser midiraisa to have hana, but even in the time that's aser midirabanan um, that the, that there's an iser derabanan. It's also aser b'hana. And the Gemara brings a familiar Gemara: Da Amar Rav Gidil Amar Rav Chia Bar Yosef Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Rav Gidil Rav Chia Bar Yosef said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan: ois someone who's mekadesh and isha from the sixth hour and on. So that's an hour, by the way. That's Durabanon, because we know that you're not aser midday raisa in chametz until chatzais. Chatzais is the beginning of the seventh hour. But Rabbi Yochanan said that if somebody takes chametz in the sixth hour, so now it's only aser midderabanan. And he takes that chametz. Even if he takes the wheat that grows in kordanissa, which is very tough wheat, it doesn't become chametz easily. But 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 it got wet. Ain chayshishin lekedushin were not chayshish for the kedushin, and this woman is not married to him. So it is unbelievable chiddush. Really, midayraysa, this chametz is completely mutter. Raisa, not only can you have hanah from the chametz, but you can even eat the chametz. It's completely mutter. He gives the chametz to an isha. He's makadesh an isha with it. So Raisa, this has a value. This chametz has a value because Raisa it's edible, and and but since midrabanon, there's an iser hanah right now. So, the, the Rabbi Eichelon said, ain't Chayshish in the Kedushah. You do not have to be Chayshish for this Kedushah at all. You can assume the Kedushah never happened. And the Rishayim explained the reason for this is, in terms of the Chiti Kordanisa, when they become wet, we assume that they're, we assume that they're Chametz, even though they're very tough, uh, grains of wheat. And in terms of the fact that it's only or mid rabanon, there's a din called hefker bezdin hefker, which gives bezdin the ability to transfer ownership as they seem, as they deem fit. And when, when bezdin says do not have hana from chomets at a certain time, the rabanon say don't have hana at a certain time, the rabanon are taking that chomets away from us. And therefore, this person was mekadesh in Isha with chametz that was not his, and ain't chayshashin lekedushin. Okay. The next din in the Mishnah was that you cannot use the chametz. You have to burn the chametz. But you cannot use the chametz to fire up, to fuel an oven. A tanur and a kirayim are two different types of ovens that existed in the times of the Mishnahs. A tanur was significantly hotter than a kira, but there were two ovens that that they had. And the Gemara says, so what do you need the Mishnah to tell me that I can't fuel my oven with chametz? You said I can't have anah from chametz, so of course I can't fuel my oven with chametz. Pshita, it's Pasha that I can't use the chametz to be masik a tanur or a kirayim. Zokti Gemara, no, you know what we need it for? Lo El elo Yehuda. You need the Mishnah to say lo yasik bo yitanur according to Rabbi Yehuda. De Omar, because Rabbi Yehuda said in the Mishnah, "Ein be your Chametz el osreifa. Rabbi Yehuda said in the Mishnah that the way to get rid of Chametz is by burning the Chametz. So one second. If the din of this Chametz is that it should be burned, so, we find in other areas, like for example, we learned over the last few days that that uh, truma, for example, that becomes tamay, so you're supposed to burn it, and you could have hana from it while it's burning. You could light an air and, and use it to see with. So you might think, Salgadaita chamina. you might think, the Omar Rabbi Huda that since Rabbi Yehuda says mitzvosei besreifa that it's mitzvah, its chiv is to be burned. Bahadi while you are burning it, lishani you can have anah from it. So I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to do with this chametz. I'm burning it, and therefore, if I'm burning it. So maybe in the meantime, I can put a you know while it's burning anyway, I can put a pot on the fire and and cook a chicken soup with it. Kamash that no, that not having ano from chametz means not only not benef- benefiting from the chametz when it's intact, but even in the process of burning it, one cannot benefit from it. Okay, now the Gemara begins. A very very fundamental sugya that's Nageya all over shas because there many times we find in the Torah that there are isurim that it says not to eat something, and sometimes the, the when when it says don't eat something it means don't eat it, and sometimes when it says don't eat something it means not only don't eat it but don't have any benefit from it, don't have any hanah from it. So how to navigate which Dinim and which is mean not to eat something and which ones mean not to have Hano that's the, the starting point in Shas for this is this following Sugya. So let's begin. Omar Kiska Kisky said Minayin lechametz bePesach how do you know that it's usher to have Hanah from chametz on Pesach? We've been taking as a Dover Pashat. The Mishnah told us that it, one is not allowed to benefit from chametz on Pesach. How do we know that? Where do we see that? L'chayra, the Torah only tells me not to eat chametz. The Torah doesn't explicitly tell me not to have any benefit from chametz. So Zokt Chizkiyo Shanemar the Pasuk says, La yei ochel chametz. The Torah doesn't say don't eat chametz. The Torah says, La yei ochel chametz, that chametz should not be eaten. That you shouldn't have chametz that's eaten. What does that mean? So Chizkiyosh says, La yei Boy boi achila. There shouldn't be any eating that comes from the chametz. What does that mean? So that really is describing Hana. Because if I have chametz, let's say I have a case of beer, so I can drink the beer. That's that. That would be directly eating it, or I can sell the beer, and make money off it, and use that money to buy food. That's called la. That's called ye'achel. That I'm getting food, I'm 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 benefiting in the way that it's causing me to eat. I'm not directly eating the chametz, but it's giving me a, a, a parnasa and it's causing me to eat. So that's where you see from the fact that it says ye'achel chametz instead of just saying don't eat it. So we learn out lo yehei ba'i heter achila. Sakti gemara. Okay, let's analyze this. Taimu de kasa Lo So your your is from lo ye'achel chametz. So the reason that Khametz is not able to be uh, enjoyed to have hanafra on Pesach is because it says ochel. Ochel. So it means if the Torah would not have written it that way, and the Torah would have not said lo ye'achel, so then Hava Amina, I would have thought. Isur achila mashma that when the Torah tells me don't eat something it means don't eat it. Isur hanah loy mashma but it's not telling me not to have hanah from it. It's only because of the unique way that the Torah expresses not eating it that instead of saying lo yoichal or lo it says lo that it shouldn't be eaten. That's how we know that there's an isur hanah. But just the mere fact. That the Torah tells me not to eat something, no. Th- from there, I would think, okay, I can't eat it, but I could still have ano. Zokti gemara, fine, that's chizkias shita. But upli de rebavohu. He's arguing on rebavohu, the Omar rebavohu, because rebavohu said kol shenemar any time you find in the Torah that it says lo any version of telling me that i can't eat something echod israhilo ve echod isra it means both in israhila and in israhno stam when the Torah says don't eat something the stam assumption is that it means not only don't eat it but don't benefit from it. Ad sheyifrat lecha hakasov sheporat lecha benevela. Unless the Torah specifies for you the way it specifies by nevela. In other words, when the Torah tells me, "Don't eat a nevela," which is an animal that was not shechted properly, so the Torah tells me, "Don't eat it." but it makes it very clear that you can benefit from it, as we'll see in a moment. So that's an example of where there's an Iser Achila, but a Heter Hanah, an animal that was killed in, a, in, in, in another manner other than Shechita, so you're not allowed to eat it, but you are allowed to sell it. You could sell it to a guy. You can, you can skin it and turn its hides into Begadim and have Hana from it in any way, but you just can't eat it. But Rebbe says, this shows me that everywhere else in the Torah, where it says don't eat something, and it does not specify that it's just Achila and not Hana, so over there it would be both in isra Achila and in isra Hana. So now the Gemara brings a brisa. Rebbe brings a brisa to back up what he just said. De tanya, as it says in a brisa. The pasuk says as follows: nevela lager asher mechar Okay, this pasuk is going to be looked at very carefully in the next few lines of Gemara. So let's get it clear: Lo kol Don't eat any nevela, any not shechted meat. So what should I do with it? So the Pasuk goes on, To the ger that lives in your gates in Eretz Yisrael, you should give it and he should eat it. Now, of course, when it says la ger here, it does not mean a ger as you and I think of a ger, a ger tzedek, someone that was makabel oil mitzvahs and had a bris milah and went to the mikvah. The ger that the Pasuk describing is a ger that's called a ger toyshev. A ger is a guy. The only thing is, he's not like a, a guy that's an oivir avaydazara, that hasn't been Makabul, the belief in Akkadish Baruchu. He, he's a guy who, who, who was makabal, the emuna of, of Akkadish Baruchu. And he was makabal not to be oivir avaydazara. Guy is also mitsova, not to be oivir but the six hundred and thirteen mitzvahs, of course, he's not mechuyevin. He's in The sheva mitzvahs bin noach. So the pasuk says, "Don't eat nevela. Give it to the ger, and he can eat it. Oi mechar lenochri, or sell it to a guy." Okay, zachti gemara. Ain the brayshik says ain liela, and this is a, a, a um, an analysis of the of this pasuk. The, the uh, um. Th- these two choices of what to do with of, of what to do with nevela, Zakti gemara liyela leger From the pasuk, it sounds like there are two choices: give it to a ger or sell it to a guy. What if I want to sell it to a ger or give it to a guy? That's not in the pasuk. So the so the gemara says leger b'mechira to sell it to a ger minayin. How do I know that I can sell it to a ger? So it's all about the comma. This pasuk is all about where to put the comma. So let's let's see how the Gemara places the comma here. The Gemara says no. You can read, the Brysis says, you can read this pusak in a way. If you place the comma properly, you'll see that you could sell it to a guy. Talmud Loimar, the pusak, tells us, la ger asher bisharecha titnena oimichar, comma. Give it to the ger or sell it. And the word lenachri, that's what we're not looking at now. So if you if you read the pasuk in that way, don't eat nevela, but <speaking in Hebrew> So you 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 put together both giving it to the ger and selling it to the ger. So that's regarding the ger. <speaking in Hebrew> How do I know that I can give it to a guy who's not a ger tayshuv? So you you've Clarify to me that not only can I give it to the ger but I can also sell it to him. But what about the guy that's not a ger toishav? You told me to sell it to him. Can I also give it to him? Lenochri Talmud loymar. So over here, you look at the you look at the the commas differently. Start from the word to and read it like this: titeno vaachala oy mechar lenochri give it so he can eat it or sell it to a guy. So that, that way we're reading it, that you're both giving it or selling it to a guy. Nimtzei Saimer, so based on this, you can say, Echad Ger ve Echad Nachri, whether it's a Ger Teishav or it's a guy, Bain b'mechira, Bain b'nesina, you can either sell it to, to either one of them or give it to either one of them. Divrei Rabmeir, That is Rabmeyer's shita, that Nevela is mutter to give or to sell, both to a ger or to a guy who's not a ger Rabbi Yehuda, the b'raisa, goes on to say is chaylek. Rabbi Yehuda, oimer, Dvarim The words as they are written. Don't play around with the commas. Read the Pasuk H'Pshutai. A ger toishav has to be given Neveila, and a guy has to be sold Nivela and not the other way around. My What's Rabbi Yehuda's reason why does he say not to move the kamas the way Rabbi Meir did? Rabbi Yehuda says as follows, If you would think that the way we should read the Pesach is like Rabbi Meir said, So let the Torah write, Let the Torah write, In the Torah it's important to know that very, very often, it says a vav, which we translate as "and," but it means "or." It's very, very common in the Torah that it would say this and this, and of course it means this or this. So, so why does it have to spell out "oi" or? Obviously, it's "or" because it says it's give it to the ger and sell it to the guy. So that means give it to the ger or sell it to the guy. You don't have to do both, you don't have to do either technically. So so he's Rabbi Huda said if you if it's like Remeir rachmona, let the Torah write asher b'sharecha with a vav, not not a separate word oy. So oy Lamali, so why is it mafsik with a larger statement here of or so it must be to tell me that it's Dafka. Shmami no Lidvarim It must be it's here to tell me that the that these words are the way they are written. You have two choices either give it to a Gerteshav, do not sell it to him, or sell it to a guy, do not give it to him. That oy is like a wall between these two Dinim saying that you can't mix and match. Virabhmeir and Rameyer What what does Reb Meir say to this? Why does it say oy? Zakti gemara, Oy is just Lahakdim Nisina de Ger Lemhira de Nachri. Rameir says Avada you could do whichever way you want. The reason it says oy is to express a preference that it's better it comes first. The first choice should be to give it to give it to a ger of somebody who said that he's gonna give up um, zara, and he's going to accept HaKadosh Baruch who we look out for. And the, so the Torah is telling me to be, to be mocked him, that my first choice should be that, um, I, I give it to the, I give it to the Ger teishav. If, if there are two possibilities in front of me, the Ger wins out. So that's why, according to Reb Meir, that's why it says, oi. Now Reb Yehuda, Darshaned from the oi, that, that you're not allowed to mix and match, that you have to do it that way. Why, what didn't he like about Rebbe Meir's explanation of the ay? So Rabbi Yehuda says as follows. For that, to tell me that the, the Geriteshav, um, the giving it to the Geriteshav takes precedence over selling it to a guy, you don't need a pusuk for that. That's obvious without any extra pusuk. Why? The Pasuk tells us about a Ger Taisha, the pasuk says Imach, that he should live with you. And we learn from there that we have an obligation to look out from there, to be machai to make sure that he that he's living, to be machai him. Now there's no special mitzvah to be a Agoi. So, you don't need a special Pasuk, it's a Svara. If a I have an obligation to look out for him, and a guy I do not have the obligation to look out for him. So, of course, he's going to have preference when I'm giving out a piece of meat that's treif. Of course, the Gerteshev who I am responsible for is going to have preference. We'll stop here with Bishlamah LeReb Meir. We'll pick it up from here, Be'ezer Hashem, tomorrow.